0: Everybody knows that uh, Americans are deeply and correctly concerned about the economic and job security in this country. And they are very concerned about the prospects for their retirement in many places. They're worried. They're afraid about a lot of things, uh, but the economy, their job security, and their retirement security, are near the top of everybody's mind. You can see it whether you do a, an informal, unscientific poll like I did the other night in a one town hall meeting, uh, the economy and job security was absolutely number one, and, and I would say that retirement worries about retirement security are part of that, part of that fear, part of that picture. And so you're, you're here to talk about the nation's growing pension crisis. And, and you're exactly right, that's the right word, crisis. There is an enormous uh, deal of, of concern out there. As you all know, here that we're operating under the current law, which was the 2006 Pension Protection Act. I sort of cut my teeth on that act, I worked very hard on it. I like think it did a lot of very, very good things to put. Uh, more accountability and greater funding levels into uh, into pensions, but then came the financial crisis that we are still weathering today and it's very clear uh, on both sides of the aisle that we need to put some flexibility uh, back into that. We've had, uh, we've had pension plans uh, lose huge portions uh, of their assets uh, the value plummeted. And so I think this is a case where there is a bipartisan recognition that we probably need to step up and actually get something done and put some flexibility in there to keep these uh, pension plans uh, solvent. And so you would think, well, we've got this sort of bipartisan uh, agreement that something needs to be done. So what are we doing? What's the legislative activity? Well, great question. (laughs) Last June, of you probably know, uh, Chairman George Miller brought forward his gigantic omnibus pension bill. It it included his 401k fee disclosure language. It included uh, some of Rob Andrews' uh, language on investment advice. It included some placeholder language. It was a huge bill and it passed in the committee with virtually no no Republican support. Uh, I would say that um, It it lacked the Republican support because we were really, really concerned about a number of pieces of this legislation. Uh, We, of course, I specifically, offered some sensible, of course, I wouldn't offer anything. (laughs) uh, Some sensible alternatives to fee disclosure, and uh, of course it was defeated on a party-line vote. Um, But there it sits. This uh, giant omnibus uh, bill, and it is stuck in ways and means. <laughs> Go figure. It's stuck in ways and means. Uh, there are some other. There are some other uh, proposals out there. I know you're going to hear from Johnny Isakson on some activity in the Senate. Uh, I won't even begin to talk about activity in the Senate. It's, a, it's fairly rare for one thing. <laughs> so, uh, but, but sometimes, uh, and sometimes it's active. The he good. So uh, I will let the Senator talk about that and I know that uh, Matt wants to talk about the Pomeroy-Teabury bill uh, and what, what its uh, potential fate uh, might be. Uh, I would just say, I, and he's going to talk about it, so I'll just say briefly, we've, we've looked at it certainly and a and, and quick, uh, quick analysis would be there's some good stuff and some bad stuff. And I'll let Matt explain what that might be. I would say I'm a little bit concerned that in that bill there is potential for uh, dropping a great deal of uh, liability onto the PBTC and onto the taxpayer, but it's his bill. I'll let him explain it. There have been some uh, Republican alternatives put forward. The Savings Recovery Act that a number of us had worked on, uh, Sam Johnson and, and I, and a group. Uh, put forward this uh, act that gives some flexibility in personal savings and provides some targeted relief for defined benefit plans. Uh, we put forward uh, an alternative to the fee disclosure called the Sensible Transparency for Retirement Plans Act. We didn't spend a lot of time working on that acronym. Uh, we'll do better, better, <laughs> better next time. Um, but the uh, the fate of those is the fate of virtually everything. Um, when you're in the minority, it has no chance. Today. There'll be no debate in the committee. There'll be no markup. There'll be nothing on the floor. So legislative activity. That's what's out there. Um, what's the outlook? Well, I wrote down here, murky at best, uh, and that. That kind of describes it. The, the Democrats, uh, they are the majority party, uh, have made no real effort in 2010 to move a pension relief package. The stuff is out there, we've talked about it, the pomeratee bill, George Miller's big omnibus bill, the one that's, excuse me, stuck in ways and means, but there's no effort right now. We're not seeing any effort to move that forward. But I don't want you to think that Congress isn't busy. Congress is busy. We are in a seven-week, grueling march towards the uh, Memorial Day break, and uh, we have had a just withering stack of post offices to name, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty tough. Uh, a lot of important work. Uh, I'm sorry, just can't help but be a little some sometimes. Uh, as a small government guy, uh, I'm often real happy when Congress isn't busy. Know, it's just sometimes better left alone. But in the case of pension relief, we really need to do something. And uh, we, ought to be, we ought to be doing something. And of course, it ought to be sensible. Um, but uh, the inactivity here may not, be, may not be the best thing. Okay, I know we're pressed for time. I, I had agreed. I didn't actually agree. My staff agreed on my behalf that I would answer questions. Um, uh, so. Uh, I will do that. Jim, you want to do that now? Okay. I will take questions and answer them if I can and duck them if I can't. <laughs> right. Terrific. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate it.